Yeah. It's time, baby. He's a very tall man who really loves tunes. Can you climb the mountain? Will you be approved? It's the Mountain Jew Review. It's the Mountain Jew Review. Welcome to the Mountain Jew Review. Gentlemen, boys and girls, internet land, YouTubers, Facebookers, Mountaineers, again, find something cooler to say and we'll pick it. Till then, that's what you are. We uh, have another awesome episode of the Mountain Jew Review, and today we have KG Booge. Yes, sir. He is um, actually with the second, third, third guest. KG Boog. KG Boog, too. Bug. KG Bug. <laughs> See? Look at that. <laughs> back to uh, where I want to start this story off. <laughs> I fucked it up on uh, the underdogs of Underground. This was a uh, show that I hosted, and luckily he does not get super serious about mince pronunciations and beats you up over it. No, no, so, never. Guys, remember, some of us are not lyricists and have hard times with words. So please forgive us. <laughs> and it's really cool because he is the third artist so far that I've interviewed just by actually luck of the the coming on right. that was part of the very first show I ever hosted with shout out to Two Strikes, Tyler Johnson. That was a fun time for me. Yes, sir. Um, I think it was almost anybody's first time over there at the Omaha Lounge. Oh, yeah. He said it was his first time basically putting a show up up there. So. Yeah. So I think that was their first uh, local hip hop <laughs> show and, and there's been a ton since then. So I think... We all made a great impression that night, which oh, yeah. was awesome. Uh, so again, thank you for letting me butcher your name that night and hosting <laughs> that. Um, it was it was an awesome night, guys. Uh, I know some of you showed up, some of you missed it, but again, these little things like this are always fun. Um, I'm always 
stoked when I get asked to do silly things like that because it means the world to me. And thank you for letting me be part of that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so we're just gonna go ahead and dive into our interview here. Where did you? Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? From Omaha, Nebraska. I grew up here. Born and raised Omaha. Sounds <coughs> like about eighty-three percent of our uh, artists on here so far. Oh yeah. See, so it's yeah. it's mostly local guys, but um, where were you? Uh, what school did you go to? Man, I went to a lot of schools. I was actually pretty bad growing up, you know. Okay. Um, Went to Brian, went to fucking Benson, fucking Parish. <clears throat> Funny story, I painted the new Parish. Did you? Yeah, they renovated it and I painted it. They moved. I don't, I don't know. Where, I don't even know where they went. So, um, it's off of Cumming Street now. Okay. Yeah, but so okay. So you kind of bounced around schools. Kind of sounds like uh, Parrish is a alternative school, if you guys don't know that. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm guessing you were kind of getting in trouble a little bit with the law at a young age. Yeah, I uh, like to fight growing up a lot. So um, I actually ended up going to Boys Town, and I graduated from Boys Town, too. Okay. So. Um, Kay Moore is a Boys Town graduate. Oh, yeah. Uh, my wife's cousin, Brian Hill. Shout <clears throat> out, Brian. He's a Boys Town graduate. Okay. Um, so I know quite a few people that have come out of Boys Town. So then, obviously liking the fight, what kind of music were you into growing up? Almost, actually a lot, you know, I like, I grew up listening to like Twisted and shit like that, and like, the old school shit, you know, I love old school music, that's what I still listen to nowadays, like, and I try to go for those type of vibes too with my music, that's how I feel, but, you know. Okay. You know. Um. What got you into doing music? What made you wanna? Well, I was growing up. I used to always freestyle with friends, but I was always like nervous, you know. I always tell them common, like common conception here. A lot of you guys freestyling with friends. See, yeah. see, it's not a wasteful habit, mom. <laughs> no, never that, never that. But I was always nervous, you know. They'd always be like, "Rap with me," you know. I'm like, "No, bro, I don't rap. I'm just sit here. I'm a listen. I'm a listen." But then. Sometimes I get fucking high, you know, or drunk. Start feeling myself, and then I hop on the beat, and then I'm like, bro, I know you could rap. I know you could rap. I'm like, no, bro, I can't rap, bro. I, I just do this shit for fun. I don't know. I was just kind of like, copying you guys. Oh, yeah, I'm just having fun with you guys. Just fucking rhyming. I don't know. And then, like, I used to always do that shit, but then, like, I always wrote music, too, but I never took it serious like that. But then, what, two years ago, I had somebody tell me that I need to start doing music. I went to a studio. It was just like a somebody just got a fucking studio. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. I didn't know what I was doing. So I made a song with a friend and shit. And then I showed somebody else. And they was like, bro, this is fire. They was like, but you need to take it somewhere else. You need to go somewhere else. Somebody know what they're doing. So they showed them. And then next thing you know, I linked up with these people. And then started going from there. And then I got to a real studio. And I started making music from there. You and know, then, like, so the lesson <clears throat> is, guys, don't be afraid to show your music. You never know when the right person's gonna hear it and then put you on a path to somebody else that'll make it even better. Oh yeah, sure. Because uh, music can always level up. I mean, that's why they always do remakes and remasters of it, you know? For sure. Like, never never take it as a diss if someone says they can make your stuff better because they already think it's good. Trust me, they're not gonna be like, oh, uh, that's a heap and chai. 
Like, I can take this hot mess of trash and turn it into... <laughs> no. No, they're, they're not gonna... I mean, some people might gas you up like that, but, you know, yeah. KG's case, it's not... You know, it's it's he is seriously probably one of the coolest artists here that I think is probably underrated. Oh, um, thank you. Thank I you. see you come up on very few lists, but not enough. Yeah. Um. But that's that's one of the things why we're here on this this podcast because oh, yeah, sure. people people are gonna find out. Um. I know you just had something drop with Corey Stone. Oh yeah, yeah. He's working on one of my songs that I got. It's uh, I got a feature with. Um, Stevie Stone. Which is, he's coming November. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, I I need somebody to, like, I actually need somebody to scratch on another song that I have. And it's on my, uh, mixtape that I'm dropping here pretty soon, which is still in the works. I don't know how to name for it yet, you know, but. Good. And. I'm telling you guys, mixtapes are important. Please, just remember that. Oh, yeah. Just can't collect royalties on it, so. (laughs) The only thing that sucks, but get you but out there and get still, some music out well, there. Well, and there's still some of the most, I tell everybody, because pe- more people go raw on a mixtape, mm-hmm. because they, the, a lot understand that that's what's pushing them out there. Right, right. And so to me, it's like, man, I I, I actually like mixtape better, but right. you, know, you had quality production on the, the remake of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, and I mean, hands down, I'll always say Evil Squad's Frankenstein Files, like, picked up, like, four or five years ago, has been one of the most fire mixtapes ever. Yeah. And, you know, to me, I, I'm a big fan of mixtapes. I think once you pick up a mixtape, and then a few years later, hear maybe one or two of them songs off of that again, just cleaned right. up and done real nice, right. it's really cool to see the evolution of you artists when you guys do stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, again, don't ever throw away your, uh, basement tapes no, I mean, no. again your old mp3s guys go buy some external hard drives and put them on there oh, yeah. somebody's gonna want to hear it and they'll fix it you just gotta find the right Trent Reznor don't ever throw it away you gotta find the right it. Tilly or the right Mr. 16 bar <laughs> or the right Juju the Mystic oh, yeah. or the right Sam Roca or <laughs> the right Surreal or somebody get on there and mess with it so then you got this mixtape coming out with Corey Right. And that's cool. So you you work a lot with some of the local guys. Yeah, I which, try to. Yeah. Which is nice. See, again, networking brings about good things. That's how you get it hooked up with other producers. That oh, you yeah. know, from doing it in your homeboy's studio, <laughs> you know, you get it to doing it a little more professional quality. Right. You know, and again, it's not always about how the studio looks. It's about the equipment and you know whether or not. Again, if you can't afford a hundred and fifty dollars an hour you know go find somebody that's 50 60 bucks an hour that got decent Shit, equipment they still know what they're doing if you, you find know, the right person too. exactly that's that's <clears throat> you know price doesn't always determine quality no you know but also don't try to hackle these guys they got you know they're trying to make a career <laughs> too <laughs> right for real um, yeah <clears throat> so then do you have any physical cds out yet or are they just i do not um i've only released a few like singles singles you know what i'm saying and I got a bunch of music I've been holding on to, and everybody keeps bugging me to drop it, you know. But I'm not really rushing, but I am rushing. You know, I'm rushing myself, but I feel like I shouldn't be rushing myself, you know. So I've been, like, taking my time with it. and I'm honestly thinking about dropping another single or something just to get people off my back a little bit. Just to give but them a little <laughs> taste. A little taste, you know what I'm saying, what's about to happen. And then, uh, and then I'm about to drop a mixtape, too, and I'm also working on an album, so... 
I'm trying to work. I'm not trying to work on two different albums at the same time. To be honest with you, it's just so much going on. But you know, you gotta keep grinding. Gotta keep moving. Gotta stay busy. Gotta I mean, stay busy. Otherwise, stagnicity will kill your career, guys. Oh yeah. Um. You do a lot of live shows. Yeah. Um. How do you? So this is one new concept we're gonna dive into, <clears throat> guys. How do you go about? Do you? Do you approach for shows? Do you get approached for shows? Um, both actually. I've been approached, and I've done a, I've done a lot of pro approaching too. You know, networking. If you don't network, you're not gonna get anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta speak. Like my dad always said, "Closed mouths don't get fed." Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, but I've had I've had some people come up to me, ask me for shows and shit, and offered to pay me for shows and shit. And yeah, you know, I, most of the time though, I do. I'll hit them up for shows, or like I'll hit up another, I'll find out like who another uh, promoter is or something, and then I'll start hitting them up for shows, and sometimes I don't get replies, sometimes I do, but you know, sometimes you gotta See keep that? pushing, so it don't, doesn't matter. Don't take being ghosted, being left on red, <clears throat> or being told no, as in your final answer, guys. Oh no, you just gotta keep pushing. Like KG said, he's had it happen tons of, tons of times, and he's still keeps going still keep grinding keep messaging grinding. you know the, and like i said i kg stands for keep grinding keep grinding i like that yes sir i and like i said i've seen him at a, a, probably six or seven different shows under a whole different banner of promotions yeah a bunch of promoters yeah. so i'm There's telling you guys you know if you're told no once don't mean that's the final answer no it was and what's crazy is i've been told no through a promoter before and i've still try to hit them up you know yeah and like and don't then i eventually get put on a show and then some people would be like i don't do that you know i don't dick ride or something like that i'm like no nah, bro it's not dick riding just get yourself out there well and maybe that show just didn't <clears throat> quite fit you but then this next show did right. or maybe never they know. already had so many artists again you guys you never know what's going through the promoter's head guys there's there's a ton of things that happen a lot, a lot of you guys don't show up the day of the show, and then all of a sudden three other dudes get thrown on, and you're like, well, what the fuck? I hit you up about the show a week ago. You well, because them three were sitting there. Keep your flash drives on, you guys. Don't be a dick and go up there and be like, hey, can I play? But keep it in your pocket, because right. you never Always know keep it in your pocket. when one of these guys are like, yeah, I'm going to play this show, and then don't show up. They got to fill that slot. There's always a backup out there. You know, so they're going to hit up that. So don't take them as personal shots, guys. Them guys are just there at the right opportunities. Again, that's why it's also important to go to other artists' show and support <clears throat> and don't sit outside for 45 minutes smoking weed. <laughs> you know, like, like, don't be trash. Don't go there and get all fucked up if you want to conduct yourself as an artist. Don't get if you want to drink, drink, that's fine. Oh, yeah. But don't expect people to take you serious if you're half drunk get called on stage at random to perform <laughs> and can't even perform <laughs> you know like then at That's that funny. point i'm not going to trust you as an artist I've, I've done that shit once when i first started my and, I, and, and i don't knock people for that don't think i am because i still support yeah. you guys no matter what we're all humans but i'm <clears> just saying you can do that in front of the wrong person man and then real. you're gonna hear no from that person for a long long time shit that was the last time i ever did that shit I got too I got too drunk and perform. I was spilling all on the stage. I set the mic down. I was like, nope, I can't do this. And I was you know, embarrassed as shit. I was like, exactly. <laughs> it's it's you might not be embarrassed that night, but that next day it's 
going to slap you hard. Mm. I've embarrassed myself as a fan at some oh, of yeah. shows. I told it on the comatose episode, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and I still apologize for that kind of behavior. Uh, and I was already nervous, you know, because it was my second show I've ever done. And I, I well, had stage and, fright, so and, it was And like, that, you know, I get if you guys need, you know, a shot or a beer to calm your nerves or, you know, you go smoke a little weed or you do something to calm down. But when you literally do it to the point where you can't perform <clears throat> your set, that's an issue. Definitely. You know, because there's people that can handle shit and do shit and be just fine. But, <clears throat> See, know. usually I, I, I can handle that shit, but it was New Year's too. Man. Partied a little hard before my Partied set. Partied too hard, too hard, too hard. And I, bl I blame my brother. You know what? I'm going to say that. I blame my brother. <laughs> that's awesome. That's I always blame my brother. <laughs> that's, that's what you're supposed to do. So, what are... Uh, we got a couple up and coming projects we're talking about. How about coming in uh, November, December? Any shows that you have <clears throat> on the, the books? Um, I have a couple shows in November. And then I'm actually still hitting up a bunch of other people trying to pick up some more shows because I always hit up people to pick up shows so I can stay busy. And uh, I'm actually going to Atlanta in December. Nice. For to perform in front of some A and R's and uh, uh, major record labels and shit like that. So sweet. So come December, we're gonna be sending you tons of good vibes. Oh yeah, Thank that's you. that's good to hear. See? Thank you. See, I always like it when we hear that from our artists here. In fact, you're the first one that is spoken about that. So how does that make you feel? Man, it made me feel good. I, it's crazy because. Like I said, I was always had I was always scared rapping and shit, but I had stage fright. I kept doing shows. I got too drunk in my second show, so after that I quit fucking drinking before my shows for a good minute. I kept doing open mics, you know, to keep working on my shit, keep working on my shit, and like the Segway. next show after that. Open mics are important. Stop bitching about <clears throat> not being on a show if you're not hitting open mic nights. Oh, go hit open mics. Why not? But after that, like I, my next show after that was an out of town show, and then came back started doing some more open mics and i started picking up more shows from promoters and shit and then kept going out of town and like i get a bunch of out of town shows also you know so good when you're getting numbers out of town on your spotify's and your streams and you're seeing that that's why it's important to hit the road sometimes you lose a little money oh yeah it's a big you, investment you, but you hear how many times he just said he keep going back out of town out of town out of town i haven't been out of town so many times this year man it's crazy See, and that's <laughs> and it's awesome a, to hear. And it's a bunch of places I've never been to, so I was like, this is dope. And I'm going to keep doing this shit because I like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, I, and like and, I get to perform in front of people I don't know. And then when you go out of town, more faces, you, know, you, know, you have wonderful things merch. called merch. You know? Merch. Merch. It goes a long <clears throat> ways, guys. I mean, if you don't want to just eat peanut butter sandwiches and... Onions oh, and shit the whole trip. Merch goes I mean, a long way. You sell a, piece, you. a couple pieces of merch and you can go not feel so bad eating at McDonald's now. You know what I mean? For real. Like, and, and then not <clears> only <throat> that, but especially when when you get these out of town dates and you start traveling out of town, it's super important to have your merch because then when you sell it to them, you now have advertisement out yep. of town. You guys, you guys really worry about whether or not you have shows here in town, which is great. Glad you're not 311ing us, but remember, your real fan base not might not be in Omaha. For you real. know, yeah, that's like that's, and that's, that's important really for right you guys there. to learn. Like, that's true. just because you're not having the 
biggest crowd in your hometown show doesn't mean you can't go to Kansas City and have a great show. Oh, yeah. Or go down to Tulsa and have a great show. Or go out to Colorado or Utah or, or you know, one of them Oklahoma, festivals whatever. that a lot of these yeah. guys do. These little ones Kansas that are out in the shit. middle of nowhere that yeah. tend to draw a hundred people that you're like, how the fuck can you get that many people in Florida? Pitch a tent and throw a concert. You, you know, shout out to Lunatest. That looked like that drew a that bunch. Shit. Oh, you yeah, know? that shit's always dope, too. You know? So, like again guys it's it's important for you to look at your numbers and mm -hmm. see where they're coming from because if you got an out-of-town mm -hmm. draw you better figure out how you're going to get there and keep merch. grinding is going to tell you kg will tell you keep grinding this is how you do it oh yeah merch will take you a long way there's like, been shows that i've sold a, a lot of fucking merch and made a lot of money too you know and, and then imagine if the guy paid you 100 150 bucks to come perform as an opening act or exactly. a supporting act exactly you already get paid and then you're selling a hundred dollars in t-shirts so you're like fuck bro fuck. where are my groupies at there's you know been, there's been times i've sold like 500 plus in merch you know what i'm saying like, you hear them numbers guys and, and, then, like, and then look he reinvests back in himself has oh yeah. more like going I, I, I'm going to drill this to you guys on every episode. Merch is some of the most important important things you guys can do. Some easy money, too. Like, you know, you go buy yourself a cricket machine. $300 investment. Make your own stickers. Like, and pass them out for free. Right. You <laughs> know real. what I mean? Yeah, it's advertisement. Real. Everybody slap loves them around everywhere you go. Yeah. That's, I've done that before. I went to Portland, had a bunch of tick stickers. I went out there and like again, a thousand It may not work in like... Omaha, but you go do that in Des Moines or oh, Kansas yeah. City or a bigger city where there's a good draw. And oh, yeah. Next thing you know, you're doing a rat hole bar in Kansas City that's <laughs> drawn 50 people. But uh, you do the waiting room here and you're lucky three people show up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's because... Again, Omaha fans, you fucking suck. 96,000 of you fucking idiots went to Garth Brooks, you cocksucking retards. What the fuck? Sorry for the R word. I apologize. Oh, but you dumb country redneck blumpkin fucks <laughs> had to go sit in Memorial Stadium and fucking spread COVID and give that stupid bastard enough money to cancel his fucking tour when there was three great local shows going on. Plus a national act done by a local promoter that had to cancel because of Garth fucking Brooks, you idiots. Rant over. So back to your A&R. <laughs> um, so you're super stoked to get there. How'd you end up getting into that? What? Out to, uh, Atlanta, to Atlanta. For your... Oh, I seen somebody tag me into this post on Facebook. It was for, like, it was the Moss Fest. And it was like a competition, basically. And whoever won the competition, they took a few winners out there. And whoever won the competition, basically that you they they put you in front of these A and R and promoters. Only thing you had to do was find your way out there, which, which you know is easy. You got to work also, you know. Got to work to support your uh, yep. your music also. You know what I'm saying? Like, but and, and seriously, travel cost really isn't that expensive no, in the long run. No, if you, you do it, if you're making if you spend a hundred bucks in gas, if you sold five hundred dollars in merch, that's still coming out ahead. Plus, mm -hmm. if you met five real fans that then reach out to you later on and buy merch and support and share and make a drive, and now all of a sudden you're coming back four or five times a year making 500 bucks every oh, run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it, so that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Again, guys, don't be afraid to put yourselves out there. Oh, no. Like, you have to. Again, if you're told no, what do you do? Keep grinding. Exactly. This is, like, one of the best episodes to... Like, I'm going to love this one. <laughs> like, just, again, man, just, just keep grinding, keep you guys. Grinding, like, keep, keep going, keep going, like, keep going. Like, no is not. 
no does not mean what it means unless it comes to sexual encounters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then once then you hear no, no, you fucking stop. <laughs> like, no. like that's the only time told no, you stop. Any other time, guys, man, especially when it's something you want to do, something that makes you happy. Oh, yeah. Something music, that makes sure. other people happy. Like, yeah. I mean, I may be one person, but shit, it all makes me happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I enjoy the fuck out of it. I, I enjoy seeing you guys succeed and smile and be able to do what you like without restrictions and right, bounds right. and being told no. You know, there's you, everybody here has a niche of their own, and you guys have all got your fan base. You just need to find it. Yeah, fan base. It's easy, but then again, it's hard. But you know, you can't stop. You just got to keep going. And, and like, just... like KG said, when when you're getting out of town shows, clearly you know you have fan base. Oh yeah, and it's not always local guys, so. There's, there's a lot of times, too, though, like, I go out of town and perform, and everybody come up to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that shit was dope. Because I, you're a Midwest sound, and right. they didn't hear it in Colorado or down, yeah, you know? something new to them, something exactly. different. That's what they'll say to them, like, your shit's dope, it's different. They'll like, but I love it. And you it's guys like, gotta remember, here, a lot of guys have heard it, or just a lot of guys, if you're not this, I don't mess with you. If you're right. not that, I don't mess with you. So a lot of you guys just don't get listened to because people just have their little clickiness. Yeah, everybody so, around here like to stick together. You know, just stick your fingers out a little further. Like, <clears throat> you know, you can still be a local act that has, you're local to another scene. Oh, right. You, you right. Know, second Twin Cities are never wrong. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. always worth having. Like, don't, don't be afraid to, guys, because self-promotion goes a very, very long way. Yeah, and you always got to self-promote. You know, because... I realized it too because if you quit self-promoting, then you just you start falling back. Nobody start like you can you can promote the shit out of yourself. Then people people be like who is this person? You know what I'm saying? And then if you stop promoting yourself, then they quit seeing you. Then they're gonna be like completely forgot about you. And then they'll see you again. Like oh, that person. You know? Yeah. And then you keep promoting, and then you like. And and, and again, if you guys aren't totally into doing Facebook and shit like that. KG hits a ton of shows. I've seen him at least eight times this year. And again, not mm -hmm. one of your performance was the same thing. No, I try not to. You know, that's that's one thing some, some can learn. Um, I love you guys, but if the title of the show is different each time, then that set should be different each time. Oh, yeah. I, um, stage performance can go a long way. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm not critiquing you 100% on your guys' stage performance for, you're, you're not, you know, fucking <laughs> Guar or Kiss or anything like that, you know, I, I totally get it, guys, but, uh, you know, if you're doing the same fucking five songs in the exact same order every single time we see you People perform, are gonna get bored. we now have gotten mm -hmm. to the point where we're just, meh. See, it's good to perform your like, same songs, but... Like, if you got the same five songs... Alternate. Yeah. Alternate. Switch which way you perform See, them, guys. See, some, sometimes I'll throw some new shit in there. Or sometimes I'll come to a show and like, this is all new. You guys haven't heard none of or, this. Or you'll you know, throw like, one out at an acapella or something, you know, right. which is which is cool too, guys. You know, at least that switches it up. Right, But right. I, I've seen a couple guys perform, and it's exactly the same order. And I don't know if they know consciously they're doing it or not. Right. But, you know, and again, don't be afraid to share your set list with somebody and say, hey, what do you think about these songs? Dude, I make my set list every time before I perform. 
every yeah. time. And I would play it. I'd do it like a whole week. Label them one too, through like, whatever, yeah. individual, on a flash drive, labeled on paper, and the flash drive for your DJs. Yeah. Please. Shout out Mr. White. Shout out Surreal. Shout out Lucas. Shout out DJ Maddox. I know this drives you guys nuts, so at least I'm trying to do you oh, a favor. Yeah. And I'll make sure I have a list every time. Never fails. And, and don't get me wrong. I we all understand shit happens, but again, a lot of you guys do this shit every fucking show. <laughs> That's why some shows are completely outlaw mud shows, mm -hmm. and they just fucking run like total shit, and there's fucking ten minutes. There, there's as long... The set, the time between each sets is as long as each set. Yeah. You know, and you're like, Jesus Christ, dude. And, and, and I'm not blaming all you artists, but a lot of this solely falls on your guys' shoulders. You show up unprepared. You show up late. You are fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking no call, no show. Oh, like, yeah, holy shit, bro. I don't know why would you do that. Um, real talk here. You no call, no show at a fucking job, you get fired. Fired. And then you want to know why people want deposits and money out of your ass when you no-call no-show all the fucking time on multiple people. Like, that's the most disrespectful, irritating thing. Yeah. Because then there are people like me that look forward to seeing artists that they haven't seen, and guess what? I still haven't fucking seen yet because <laughs> you keep no-calling, no-showing. Uh, you know, yeah, every time I've seen KG's name on a fucking bill, he's been there. Oh, yeah, for sure, and I'm there early. With a set list. Yeah. On file. Written on a paper, too. You know, just easy. in case. <laughs> easy. Like, and I get it. Sometimes some of your shit don't go with the DJ, but that's why you always... Be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared, guys. Like, merch is called being prepared. That's how you get great opportunities, like, to go into and performing in front of an AR&R. Yeah. And, and oh, you know yeah. what? If you get it, that's amazing. And if you don't get it, that's still amazing because oh. guess what? Not a lot of guys can say they've done that. Oh yeah, and I'll be put in front of them. I mean, they, and then just, they to fucking you, see me, so that's and, all that and matters with, to me. With KG, again, like his name says, all that means is he's gonna keep grinding. Yeah. That don't mean that's a final no. That's just one fucking no. rep. You know what I mean? I'm gonna There's... keep grinding, shit. I ain't about to stop, shit. I don't put too much work in this shit already. I ain't about to just quit. <laughs> that's awesome to hear. Um. <laughs> So, we're going to take to take a side to the kind of funner part, more of the conclusion. Um, one of my favorite questions to ask is if you have a uh, opportunity to do a collab with three people, live or dead. <clears throat> they can be any kind of genre of music, you know, whether it want to be like blues or soul, right, or right. old school R&B or whatever. Right, okay. Who would you like to do uh, music with? You can have an engineer or... Right. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult and some more cowbell. That's a good question there. I like that question. Um, I know for sure I'd like to make a song with Jordan Lucas. That'd be dope as shit. And I feel like that song would be fucking dope. And uh, that's one of them. So, let's see here. Wow. I wasn't expecting this question. But uh, there's like a lot of people I'd like to make music with. I know J. Cole for sure. I need to have a song with J. Cole. And I'm gonna get a song with J. Cole. He's blowing up a lot. He, he got a hell of a voice. Yes. I really like it. Uh, yes. And uh, especially especially Joyner, too. That dude's blowing up a lot, too. Those And everybody that I'm naming, too, I'm, I'm gonna get a feature from them no matter what. I don't I don't care what it takes. But uh, I'd like a feature from Tech 9 too. But I'm not gonna put him in that list. 
let's see here. I got a few R&B singers I'd like a feature with also. So like, I don't know if you consider them R&B. I guess I do, but I like K Camp. You know who K Camp is? I'm not. Okay. K -Camp. Well, K is it K dot Camp? I don't think so. Think okay, maybe not. Yeah, but yeah, K Camp for sure. He, all of his shit slaps. You're gonna have to look him up. I will be looking him up. Yes, sir. Alright, my next trickery question. Riddle me this. So, you're stuck listening to one song for the rest of your life. Oh, shit. Not necessarily on repeat, but anytime music would happen to play, this is the song that plays. Whether it be in a commercial, you turn on the car radio, you get in the elevator. Anytime there happen to be music, this is the song that plays. I'd probably have... J. Cole, love yours. Nice. That's probably the newest song I've heard so far. Really? Yep. Really? And that's, uh... The, probably one that's not... Rock either. Yeah. Or, like... Alternative, or... Very, like... Like, that's very R&B-ish. R&B-ish, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like all the rest were either super rappy, oh yeah, or like really rocky. Oh yeah. So that's real cool. I like that answer. Uh, mine's always gonna be "I Ran So Far Away" by the Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. And I ran, <laughs> I ran so far. That's just one of the first songs I ever yeah. remember from a kid. Um, and then my final question that I just slapped on on the new newies newbies here, the last couple of guys. You got seven words to describe where you want to go with your music. Or what you want to do with your music. Seven words, huh? Seven words. Wow. That's harder than the first one. <laughs> well, I saved the best for last. Oh, shit. Okay, so seven words. Uh, like, seven words in one sentence? Or what do you mean? So Bose cheated and said just seven individual words. And then the other two, like Scabby Ghouls, Louis and Denise, did seven word sentences sentences and i will accept either one you can only okay. get seven words or less shit i don't even know um right there's four <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so seven words uh money i don't know money Mansions, <laughs> no jobs, great music. I don't know, is that seven words right there? Close enough. <laughs> All right. At least it wasn't Bitches Weed and Cognac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my main goal is to, I don't want to work no more. You know what I'm saying? Be able to live off your art. I want to live off of what I can do. And if anything, if I do work, I'll run my own company. I want to do what I want to do. And if I can get music to jump off. And again, being your own artist is your own company, guys. Don't let For nobody sure. tell you that. For sure. There's a lot of guys that'll tell you this is not work. I'm one of them guys that'll tell you I have no problem paying you guys for your work and what you're worth. Like, oh, yeah. That's why I love supporting you guys, because it is work. It's not only just an art, but art is work. Oh, yeah. Work. The only problem is, is people get jealous because they don't get to do what they love. 
you gotta you keep know? gotta keep working on your brand like i wrote i read this post the other day it said uh you can't work eight hours for somebody else and go home and not work on your own company you're and then it said uh you're not tired you're you're uh what did it say you're uninterested like and like you know what i'm saying like you're basically like throwing yourself away because you're working for somebody else you got to keep working on yourself too that's right you know what i'm saying you know keep keep an income in base that you can but um if you really want this guys some of you guys do have to prioritize being an artist over having the job because if your job continually gets in the way of you being able to do your art and causes you to no call no show on a booking because you now have to work you know oh, doing your job uh you should probably figure out what kind of jobs you can work where it will allow you to do this or just do it i don't <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah I, I work outside in the heat so by the time i go to shows i'm exhausted i'm tired you know what i'm saying but i still go up there and i do my show and i'm, I'm telling like, you guys learning a skilled trade with your hands mechanics construction anything like that yeah is is a solid way for you guys to be able to do this like because you guys can go do a couple nice jobs get a couple grand in your pocket and take a couple weeks off and yep. go hone on what you want to do uh, another thing some of these guys here they picked up doing graphic arts design and label mm -hmm. designs and pressing merch for other artists that's oh, why yeah, again sure. merch is important because not only are you supporting kg boog you're supporting whoever he has whoever, this whoever made it to you know shout out to merch by marcus i mean whenever you get a piece from me it's it's coming from marcus you know so like it's important we we all support each other and so you know learn to grind either yeah. grind hard on this and put your nose down and make sure you're getting your money out of it and getting your worth and you are worth what you're wanting mm -hmm. some of you guys want a million dollars and you're worth a penny you know and some of you guys are getting pennies worth millions you know it's just sure and always put your money where it Put your money in the right place too don't just put your money don't somewhere. don't go sell 500 dollars worth of merch and go put it up your nose guys <laughs> yeah like because yeah. that's how you automatically get me to stop buying merch from you <laughs> like i'm not knocking doing drugs i'm all for people doing whatever the fuck they want but i'm not here to support <clears throat> your drug habit i'm here to support your art and your career yeah don't what you know and that's, whatever you make on merch put it back in merch it's called reinvestment and that's that's you know <laughs> that's the smartest thing you guys can do and that's why i love most of you guys because almost every single person i support reinvested in themselves yeah and that's the most important part you guys can do because if you're not reinvesting in yourselves how the fuck do you expect anybody else to invest in you yeah for real like if somebody sees you partying all night no if somebody gives you twenty dollars for a shirt and you turn around and go spend that exact twenty dollar bill on a drink at the bar they're gonna be like hmm maybe i shouldn't have bought that shirt yeah maybe i should have just bought you the drink and fucking not rock you because that's all you're gonna do every show <laughs> like, i don't know but either or kg booze bug bug kg bug <laughs> fuck did it again god damn it see though that's why this guy's awesome that's why he's here I want to thank you very much for being on this episode of the oh, Mountain Dew yeah. Review. I want to thank you for having me up here, too. And you are officially tramp stamp approved. Yes, sir. Oh.